The very word secrecy is repugnant in a free and open society. And we are, as a people, inherently and historically opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths, and to secret proceedings. Our differences worldwide would vanish if we were facing an alien threat from outside this world. And yet, I ask you, is not an alien force already among us? Exopolitics, paranormal phenomena, and deep analysis of current world events from somewhere in the desert between Area 51 and Roswell, blasting across the planet, the Manticore Network proudly presents Veritas, because the truth will set you free. Headline edition, July 8, 1947. The Army Air Forces has announced that a flying disc has been found and is now in the possession of the Army. I think it's time to open the books on the question of government investigations of UFOs. Uh, we ought to do it really because it's right. We ought to do it because the American people, quite frankly, can handle the truth. And we ought to do it because it's the law. Be skeptical. Do be as skeptical as you want, but by all, don't close your mind. Greetings to everyone around the world, and a warm welcome to another edition of the Veritas Show, where we bring you disclosure, one guest at a time. I'm your host, Mel Fabregas, and I sincerely thank you for joining me once again. And if this is your first time, make yourself at home. This is episode number 36. Tonight's special guest is Kevin Smith from The Kevin Smith Show. Many of you loyal Veritas listeners have told me you also listen to Kevin and would like to learn more from the man behind the microphone. Wait until you hear how his show came about. It will be proof to you that no matter how many obstacles may be in front of you, you can achieve anything you want. I want to thank all our new Veritas members for keeping Veritas alive. I hope you're enjoying the new chat room also, which is almost like a live show. And the Manticore Forum, where people around the world are the new network of real news. Don't miss out. Simply head on to our website, veritasshow.com, and click on subscribe. You will get immediate access to tonight's full show, along with all our past shows, our chat room, our forum. And you will receive a weekly email from me with an advanced preview with each week's show. Join the Veritas family and become a Veritas member today. The Veritas Show is syndicated by the following affiliates, K-Rock's Zero Point Radio, the Black Vault Radio Network, and the Paranormal Radio Network. 
105.8 FM, New Orleans. If you need to get in touch with me with questions or feedback, send me an email to mail at veritasshow.com or head on to our website and click on the contact button. And I have a few announcements to make. First, here's another example of the talent some of our loyal listeners have. Last week, Victor Vic Giza volunteered to do a comic strip called Disclosure, One Step at a Time, based on the show's mascot, the Exopolitico. You may have seen this character on the website or on the forum. He looks like a man in black with a gray alien face. Well, I could not believe Vic's talent. You have to head onto our website, VeryTouchShow.com, and check it out. Vic is a young man with over 25 years of experience and has worked with Disney, The Simpsons, Levi's, Frito-Lay, Kellogg's, and many other companies. Vic has volunteered to send me one comic strip per week, and I will post it every time a new show airs. I will accumulate them in his own section of the website. So, Vic, you're making EXO famous. And thank you for the hard work you're putting into this. Second, for a few months, we have been featuring a number of promotional videos made by some of you. These videos have definitely been instrumental in putting Veritas on the cyber map. I remember a few months ago, you would have typed Veritas show and nothing would come up. I am humbled and excited to report that now, dozens and dozens of pages appear in only eight months. This is truly an achievement. They are all great videos, and I want you to know that I appreciate your efforts very much, even those of you that did not qualify as a finalist. And now I would like to publicly acknowledge and thank our finalists in order of submission. Claudia from Canada. Patrick from Sweden. The Weeby team from the UK. And Paul from the UK. And... The Veritas Video Contest winner is Andre Heath from Kingston, Jamaica. Andre has a fine and very comprehensive blog that touches all of the subjects we are all interested in. You can visit Andre's blog by heading to thealienproject.com. You can also watch Andre's video on the video link of our website. And since Veritas is only eight months old, we don't have a prize for the winner, per se. However, once we are up and running with the Veritas shop, I will personally send Andre the very first Veritas t-shirt. So Andre, please get in touch with me, with your size, so that we can send that over to you in Jamaica once we are up and running with the Veritas shop. Next week's special guest is someone known in the UFO community as Sleeper. You may remember hearing John Lear talk about him on Coast to Coast AM and many forums. This will be the first time you will hear the author of In League with a UFO and A Day with an Extraterrestrial be interviewed. Once again, Veritas is privileged to have Lou Balden. And even John Lear will do the introduction for that show. And let me tell you about a few other future guests. Commander Sonny Sito, an alien hybrid with a message for humankind. And for those of you who wanted a show about chemtrails, you got it. A.C. Griffith will be with us in a couple of weeks. Also, I spoke to Jim Marsh today, but he won't be able to appear until after November, since his publisher needs his latest book to be finished by November. 
so Jim Mars will be with us before the end of the year once he finishes his book, which comes after his bestseller, The Rise of the Fourth Reich. And last but not least, he's back, Cliff High from the WebBot Project, who will be with us for a full show in September. So stay tuned. And now, get ready to spend two hours with someone who has created his own passion, his own destiny, another fellow truth seeker, Kevin Smith, from The Kevin Smith Show, is coming up. This is Mel Fabregas, and you're listening to The Veritas Show. Don't go anywhere. Kevin Smith is the host of the international talk radio show called The Kevin Smith Show. It's heard around the world. The show is focused on the paranormal, the strange, and the unexplained. He spent most of his life in law enforcement, serving as a deputy sheriff, a city police officer, an international police officer, and an international police commander. He has lived in, worked in, or traveled to many countries, including Croatia, Bosnia, Kosovo, Spain, Thailand, and others. His lifelong interest in the strange and unexplained has propelled Kevin to view the paranormal from a bit different perspective than many others. Kevin's view of the paranormal is that we only call it paranormal because we do not understand it yet. Now, from that perspective, he seeks to discover and understand the things we call paranormal. Now, Kevin's wide-ranging travels have given him a very broad view of the world and very deep insight. He's popular with about every strata of society. So regardless of the topic, audiences know that he will be on top of the information. Kevin is an avid writer, video producer, radio host, and public speaker, and has had articles published in magazines, newspapers, and on websites. He has written and published several e-books, including Gods in the Garden. His incisive, investigative mind is brought to bear in every topic and in every guest. Tonight's guest is known by many of his fans worldwide, and even by many of our loyal listeners. And from one desert to another, and he's also located between Area 51 and Roswell, like me. I'm delighted to have with us tonight the great Kevin Smith from the Kevin Smith Show. Hello, Kevin, and welcome to the Veritas Show. How are you? Well, I'm doing fine, and it's uh, it's a pleasure to be here, Mel. It's my pleasure. You know, Kevin, let me start by saying that uh, when some of our mutual loyal listeners contacted me requesting that I interview you, the first question in my mind was, how does a show host interview another show host? I'll admit that I was a bit puzzled as to how to proceed, but then you sent me information of your background and I decided to give a shape to the show. So I listen to many shows and sometimes the question in my mind is, I wish I knew more about the host. And I, for one, don't like to talk about myself. So many people who listen for the first time wonder what we're all about. So I decided to make this show more or less a biography of Kevin Smith. 
the man behind the microphone. So why don't you start by giving us a background of yourself all the way from childhood and the experiences that shaped you? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I'm an old guy. That's going to take a while. But I'll show it. Um, <clears throat> well, I was, I was born and raised in Dallas, Texas. Um, uh, I started out um, on the path of being a uh, professional musician and was, in fact, a professional musician. Oh, and um, yeah, and I got tired of that. I got uh, I was a studio musician, and um, so one morning at about one uh, thirty, two o'clock in the morning, we had wrapped up a session in the studio, and I was walking out to my car, and I can remember it very, very clearly. It was just as if I shifted gears instantly as I stepped off the curb into the parking lot. I knew that it's over. I don't want to do this for the rest of my life. I never played professionally again. And um, in fact, I, I was a trombonist, and I sold my sold my uh, two trombones that were customized, very expensive. I sold them the next day, and um, decided to go in a different direction. I spent most of my adult life in law enforcement. And uh, I was a deputy sheriff and then a city policeman in uh, two different cities, uh, obviously at two different times, uh, was a police investigator, and then was selected to become a part of something brand new that the United States was doing, and that was uh, the international police. A lot of people don't know that the United States has international police, but they do and they operate under the U.S. Department of State. So I became international police, and I did that until I um, uh, decided that it was time to call it a, call it a career uh, in, at the end of 2003, and I returned home. Now, while I was international police, in one of my missions overseas, um, I started the Kevin Smith show, and uh, I kept it going uh, to the end of my international police career, and then continued when I came back to the United States. And that's about it. When did you start showing interest uh, in the paranormal and UFOs? You know, I think it started <clears throat> when I was seven. Um, my family and I, uh, my, my sister and I, loved to go roller skating. And there was a skating rink about uh, 15 to 20 minutes from home. And um, one, I don't know if it was a Friday night or a Saturday night, but my parents had taken us to the skating rink. And uh, at about, uh, it would have been just a few minutes after 10 p.m. because at that point, all the kids had to leave and it was all the teenagers that stayed late. And uh, so I was about seven years old. And shortly after 10 p.m., we walked out of the skating rink across the parking lot and got into, started to get into our car and uh, from the south-southwest, there was a very bright circular object uh, giving off sort of an uh, alternating green and orange um, glow. 
and it had sparkles coming from all around it, like uh, like the you know on the Fourth of July, people light sparklers, you know, right, and they just right. it's just something you hold in your hand and it sparkles. Well, there yes. was stuff like that coming from all around it, 360 degrees. It streaked across the sky right above us, and it was not very high. It lit up the parking lot, and uh, we were all amazed. And I remember my dad telling us, he was a uh, former Marine, and uh, I remember him telling us, get in the car, get in the car, and he just he had to say it several times to get our attention. We got in the car and drove home. Mel, it's only 15 or 20 minutes from the roller rink to home. This is shortly after 10 o'clock. When we pulled up in the park in, in the uh, driveway at home, I remember uh, my uh, sister saying, I'm hungry. My mother said, I am too. And she looked huh. at the clock on the dash, and then she looked very puzzled-like at my father, and she said to my Missing dad, time? Oliver, she said, Oliver, it's midnight. From that day till today, I've been interested. Wait a second. That was missing time. So you think you were probably abducted? I, you know, I really don't know. I don't have any of the... Recollection. Uh, no, no recollection of it, and none of the classical signs of it. No trauma from it, no... Uh, not, none of the classical um, signs of abduction. You know, there's a list that's published on several websites now yes. of the uh, you know signs that you may have been abducted, and I don't have those. But then, except, how do you explain the missing time? Exactly. How do you explain? And by the way, when your father started saying "get in the car," what did he? Th by the way, how old were you? Don't tell me you were seven. Yeah, I, have, I was seven. Oh, you know why I ask you is because everybody I know, most 99% of the people I know, they have had some kind of paranormal experience. They're always seven. You, David Sarita, so many others. I, I have never had a direct experience, but I had one, and I was also seven. That's, that's, that's why I asked you if you were seven. What did your father say after this all happened? Uh, well, when we got in the car, um, we were my sister and I saying to him, what was that? What was that? Now, um, remember, I, I said my dad was a former Marine. Yes. My dad was six foot two and all muscle. His biceps were approximately the diameter that my thighs are today. <laughs> okay. And, um, uh, he had been uh, he had been military police. Um, uh, he had been uh, he had been in the in the um, South Pacific campaigns during World War II, and then he had been military police, and he had also been a drill instructor. And uh, so he was he was muscled up. Yeah. I I have never seen my dad shaken, but he was that night, and um, uh, he said um, we kept saying what is that what was that what was that. And he said, I don't know, I'll find out tomorrow. Um, the next day, when he came home from work, we asked him what it was, and he said it was a meteorite. Mm -hmm. And even at seven years old, you have to understand, 
my dad did not, he read to us every night before we went to bed, and he, he never read. Thank you for listening. To unlock the full two-hour interview, including video formats, downloads, transcripts, exclusive articles, and more, subscribe to Veritas Plus now. Gain access to our entire archive dating back to 2008. Just click subscribe at veritasradio.com. Because you don't want to believe, you want to know. Subscribe now. To listen to the rest and all of our exclusive material, proceed to the Veritas Plus member section or join the Veritas Plus family by subscribing. Click on the subscribe button at veritasradio.com. Don't forget to visit the Veritas store for focused life force energy. Get a 15-day free trial today with no credit card required. And if you want to get in touch with Mel, want to be a guest on this radio program, have a guest suggestion, or have feedback, just click on the contact button on our website at veritasradio.com. Now, proceed to the Veritas Plus member section or subscribe to listen to the rest of the interview. You don't want to miss it. Because you don't want to believe, you want to know. What are you waiting for? Subscribe now at veritasradio.com.